Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another session of Chasing the Blues podcast. I'm your host, Tom DeSuit-Forst. I am a Blues Hall of Famer, and I've been playing for a million years. And one thing we love to do on this show is to bring star power and people who really, really are experts at the art of being a musician. And today is no different. Today, we have somebody who's won so many awards his awards include Best Best Entertainer in Iowa City for three times, Best Band in Iowa City three times, Iowa Blues Challenge Champions, and named as one of the top 25 unsigned blues bands in the world by the International Blues Challenge Competition. And anybody who knows that competition, it is fierce. So today, my pleasure is Kevin Burke. Hey, how you doing, Kevin? I'm doing well. Great. Great to have you here. Um, I know that you did a show uh, just recently in New York, and I'm, I understand it was pretty good. Yeah, man. We did, just played at a place called Uncle Chief's in, in Brewster, and the, the room itself is incredible. And for being a, a, a new club, the, the, the feeling... You know, I mean, as, as, as a musician, you walk into a space and you get this feeling of what's already been. Yeah. And the feeling is that that room is seasoned really well already. And yeah. so it's, 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 it's hopefully it's just going to be one of those that's there forever. Well, that's great. Um, I knew you would do a great job there. So, Kevin, I want to start off with this. I, I heard this when I was doing some investigating and this is a quote from you, uh, which really stopped me in my tracks. Um, there's always something you can be. There's o- it's only that one thing that you should be. Uh, do you remember saying that? Yeah, man. It's, a, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's one of those things that a, a buddy of mine always says, man, it's one of my favorite Kevinisms. That is. Yeah. I, I heard that and I thought, you know... So many people tell me, I can't wait for vacation. And I'm thinking to myself, really, you got a job and all you can think about is getting away from it. You're spending eight to ten hours a day. And apparently you don't have that issue. Yeah, no, my, my, it's funny you should say that. My wife and a group of my friends talked me into taking my first vacation maybe, what was it, six years ago, five years ago? Well, Nicole's right in the, right, uh, yeah, right after, in the studio right after with COVID, us. That's, so. that's Kevin's wife. Yeah, she's the brain. So <laughs> I, I, I have to defer anything that has to that has me thinking past 20 minutes ago. I have to go to her for it. She's, <laughs> I, she's an OG. She's the original Google. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> original Google. I like that. Hmm, my wife seems to know everything as well. 
<laughs> so you've been married for 29 years, is that right? Yes, sir. All right. And uh, I have uh, part of this story that I thought was so interesting, and I, I wish you could share it with us. Uh, when your pregnant wife said, hey, it's about time uh, you quit your job and you play music. Yeah, I'd, I'd been hemming and hawing with it. I mean, when she and I first met, I actually, I was working like, five jobs and, and, and doing music uh, when we first met. And gradually I'd down to four, three, two, and down to one in music. And finally just was ready to go. And uh, I thought it was going to be this deep discussion. And as soon as it came out of my mouth, her response was, <laughs> about time. Wow. You know, and, maybe she wanted you out of the house. You know, more than likely, <laughs> that's a part of it. You know, <laughs> more than likely. <laughs> well, that's not so bad either. You know, the reason it, it caught me because I, I have a similar story where uh, I, we paid our last kids' tuition payment, and I was in the corporate world, and my wife said, "Well, time to quit and head back to music," and uh, and I did the same thing, and. Without a wife or a, a significant other who completely supports you, it's a tough gig. Well, I mean, everything's a tough gig. I yeah. mean, but bottom line, it, in, in my head, in that moment, the lesson I learned was you can't let someone else have more faith in you than you're willing to have in yourself. Ooh, if yeah. somebody else looks at is you that, and is says... Is that a Kevinism? That I, is a Kevinism. Okay. It's one of those moments okay. if somebody looks at you and says, I believe you can, shame on you if you prove them wrong. Yeah. You know, because that's what you have to do. You could work just as hard to prove them wrong or work twice as hard to prove them right. And, and, and you know, that's, that, those moments are, are really blessed moments. Those are those times when, when the person doesn't have to tell you that information. They could, they could just turn walk, and walk away and let you stew in your own mind. Right. But they say out loud, I got your back, you know, and and I'm gonna help you. I'm gonna support you. I'm gonna be here. And uh, it's a tough road, but I mean, it's a tougher road to get up every day and go do something for a check. Sure. Get up and go build, uh, uh, you know, monuments to others, and 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 hope that they see value in you enough to let you do it year after year after year until you get so fed up with it that you start. Planning that that oh, I'm go I can't wait for vacation time. Yeah, I can't wait for this holiday. I can't wait for that holiday, and you actually smile for two days, a week, and then you go back to being that less than pleased and in your soul and and in your heart person. Yeah, well that that's <laughs> a tough gig. Yeah. Uh, that's a tough gig. You're right. You know, I, uh, when you get to be my age, uh, I'm 32, but yeah, the whole room <laughs> laughed when I said that, when you get to be my age, you kind of think about, you look at life backwards, you know, on my deathbed, what am I going to say? You know, what's going to be the times that I missed and what's going to be the times that I was real excited and, and you're living that, you know? So, uh, my hat's off to you. Appreciate that. So you have been playing a lot. I have seen your schedule, and it made me dizzy. <laughs> so uh, I know you tour a lot. Um, do you 
spend a lot of time in Iowa playing, or do you tour everywhere? My my goal is to is to spend more time out. You know, the cool part about being from Iowa is that as a touring artist, I'm halfway there already. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, no matter what direction I'm going, yeah, that's right. I'm halfway there. Yeah. And so, I. Uh, I, I I love that. Iowa's a great place to be from. It's a great place to start the tour because you can do, I call it uh, the ripple effect. You can bounce out and bounce back. Mm-hmm. Bounce out and bounce back. I can do in three in two weeks, two and a half weeks, what it takes other bands eight to ten weeks to do. Get out and make it back home. And 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 do it in a in a, a large enough loop that it makes sense. You know, from a standpoint of 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 the line, that you know, I don't have to draw stars on the map. Yeah, you know, sure, out back this way, that way, and you know, I can just go out, loop, come back. That's great. Do you um, spend a lot of time in the air, or do you spend a lot of time in the car? I prefer driving because then sure. I know exactly what toys I got. Mm-hmm. Um, but flying is cool. Like you know, I, I you know, it, it, you get there, and the one thing that has to happen is. You have to acquire wheels to to continue it. Yeah, you know, um, and I'd, I'd I'd rather drive because it's easy to it's easier to connect the dots. Um, you know, this is a business where if you get hung up on on the dollars and cents of things, you know, you you end up taking a day gig yeah. kind of thing. But if you do whatever it is that you do right. The money becomes a byproduct. Mm-hmm. You know, it'll take care of itself because that's the time when you're doing it right. That's the time when folks say, "Well, your tickets should go up." Well, you are doing it right. I've I've listened to a lot of your music, and uh, man, I I was enthralled. Um, you're a a you're a great musician, uh, great harmonica, really interesting guitar. Um, Thank you. The guitar is more about the song than it is about, hey, I'm a shredder, which I really I'm like. Absolutely not a shredder. Yeah. You know, I have a, even when I'm, when it's just me and my, my band, you know, if it's just me in the rhythm section, mm-hmm. I call it a non-power trio, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Great. That's the instigators, right? Well, actually, the instigators kind of disbanded because oh, okay. none of the original members I were still available to what I was doing. So okay. I have a the new group that I run with I call Big Medicine. Oh. You know, we don't cure anything that anybody's got. We make everybody feel better. And okay. that's, that's 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 kind of the little the, yeah. the little hook that I throw in there, but mm-hmm. the actual story behind it. I'm a I'm a big history guy. I like I, I like the story behind stuff. Yeah. So Lewis and Clark when they went out to explore the territories, they took a slave with them named York. And York was a very large, kind of imposing, very dark-skinned man. Mm. And when the Native Americans first encountered Lewis and Clark, they didn't trust him because their skin was so pale. But they saw this very large, very dark-skinned man, and they they believed that he must have healing and spiritual properties about him. Uh And they gave him the nickname Big Medicine. And so that's where the name for this from from my band is it's I want the band that the, the music in general blues specifically does have spiritual and healing properties about it and so it it is for me it is big medicine it is something that I don't see anybody walk into a, a blues concert a blues festival you can have the worst day ever but after that music hits your soul the right way 
it changes it. Yeah. It makes you feel better. Yeah. And so that's to me that's what the music is always about. Well, we're gonna we're gonna talk about Big Medicine and your uh, new album coming up in, in a few minutes. I I wanted to spend a little time on uh, on Stone Crazy though, cool. if you don't mind. Absolutely. Um, that was your uh, I guess your first album with uh, with Gulf Coast, correct? Yes, sir. Gulf Coast Records. Um, I had Mike Zito in the studio, and. Yeah. Uh, I knew he was a great musician, but I didn't know he was a really good producer. Because yeah. the album, you know, I, I have very expensive equipment, and I was listening to it, and I was thinking, you know, it's got a lot of air to it. It's got a lot of space to it, and yet it's not flat. It's not boring in any way. It's not overproduced, but it's not underproduced. Um, I, I love the side to side of the of the instruments and of course the the voice in the middle, um, and I I got to tell you one of my favorite songs on that album uh, was Ain't Got No Problem with You, I just <laughs> love that song, you know usually you got to hear something twice I heard it once and I thought, you know that's a great tune people got to hear that song man thank you yeah um, great harp. And I'm assuming that was you. Yes, yes. Okay, and guitar and, and your vocals. Man, it was a fun tune. The, the lyrics are, are really cool, and it's got a nice groove to it. Yeah, that was a nice tune. Um, and you did a Bill Withers tune, which we're going to talk about in a minute, uh, Better Off Dead, which I had never really never heard before. See, that's one of the beauties of, of uh, doing a, a guy like Bill Withers' music. Yeah. Everybody knows the hits, but the stories that he wrote that are beyond, they're still anthems. And they tell these stories that too many people have lived, you know, and it's, it's tough to just offer just the hits because everybody covers those. Yeah. Everybody gives you their rendition of this, their rendition of that one, but these other songs, you know, um, that song in particular hit really close to home for me. You know, my father was an alcoholic. Um, my older brother passed away due to complications from alcoholism. Mm -hmm. And so that song is a remarkably personal story given to me by this soul that I hold in the highest level of reverence, you know? Yeah, it's a, it's a, <laughs> it, it, in a typical Bill Withers way, the story just grabs you, and, and especially like the end of the phrase that uh, you know, "better off dead." That's that's that was great. Uh, Rain keeps on coming down. A really great groove and really seriously good slide and harp. Uh, the harmonica's me. The the slide is 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 all Mike Zito. You know, oh, yeah, okay. Mike. Most of the lead work stuff that was done on the album was Mike, mm -hmm. except for two songs. Uh, and and uh, it's uh, it's me playing. I'm playing on. I'm busting out. I did all the guitar work on that one, and uh, all the guitar work on uh, what's the what's the one? Uh, I can't remember now. Here's my brain. Uh, <laughs> uh, same old thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny you would say busting out, because busting out was the next tune I was going to say. I love the guitar comp. Oh, on it. Thanks, man. And that's you. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, congrats. Yeah, I did all the guitar so work. So congratulations. On that, one. Yeah, on that was one of the things that Mike kind of kind of pushed me toward. I'm I'm I I again, non-power trio concept, you know, that's where my head works and mm -hmm. as and so the rhythm line is all I really ever focus on. And being able to play the rhythm, stay in time and give a nice bass for whoever's going to play lead. Sure. You know, I, I think that those things can complement each other well as long as that. And it also allows the bass player to have some more space to explore. He doesn't have to just carry that one, th th that groove. He can move away from it yeah. because the groove is still there. Yeah. And so... And it really is on this tune. And so that so that part of it for me is, is, is that's the role that I play, you yeah. know, as, as far as the guitar work that I do. Well, you know, your voice is so strong that I can see where that works. Um, you know, this is, <laughs> I say this a lot on this show, it seems like this is the, the world of, you know, see how fast I can play and see how much I can throw into a song, and yet people tend to forget the, the, the altar that you're, you are worshiping on is the song. Everything else is for the song. Yeah. It's not, hey, look how look how brilliant I am on the instrument. You know? well, and that's the thing. There, there are those individuals that are guitar, guitar players that have to sing. Yeah. I'm a vocalist that has to play guitar. You know? You're better off, man. And that's, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying the mindset <laughs> yeah. is a little bit different. For some folks, you, know, you can hear it you know, even when they play those classic blues tunes, the words of the song are a conduit to get to my guitar solo, where mm -hmm. my where my true passion is, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say the right words, and they're gonna be there. But then I'm gonna now I'm gonna put the emphasis into the music with this, yeah. and that's fine. That's, there's a lot of folks that that's that's what they they attach to, and I I dig it. It's just not me. You know that's not. I, I don't have that vocabulary. I don't speak that language as well as a lot of dudes and a lot of ladies that are out there that are slingers. Yeah, you know, I, I have a feeling, and I haven't heard all your music, but I have a feeling that what you do complements your story. And if you did a lot more, it might actually take away from the story that you're telling. Because what I have heard is you are a storyteller. And I've... I've I've seen you talk to the crowd, but in your songs, man, there are there are some serious stories there. I, I have to tell you two things. I saw uh, two videos, and, you know, since I'm ancient, uh, you know, I grew up with the Doobie Brothers, and I grew up with Hendrix. So you did uh, one, a song that I like to do, but and I love the way you did it. You slowed it down. You, you really did it bluesy. It was just long train running. Uh, you did it as a solo thing. Yeah. That was great. Um, and you, you also, I think, I would say you slowed it down on um, on the Hendrix tune. What, uh, what was the tune? Um, Watchtower. Yeah, Watchtower. Uh, uh, I was really taken by that. That was really great. Well, it starts off slow, and then I, I kind of kick it in, but it's it's based on how I interpreted the story originally, mm -hmm. you know, not understanding the imagery that that Dylan had put into the lyrics of that song. Yeah. Um, I just I I saw I heard the song as something different, 
than what it actually was. And so I could never shake that. And so I just wanted to present it the way that I originally interpreted it. Yeah. And that's where that comes from. Well, and, well and done. Well done. So thank you. Um, so let's talk about the Blues Challenge for a second, International Blues Challenge. Uh, I, I've been a judge for uh, a bunch of times, and it's gotten harder and harder. You know, the talent has gotten better and better uh, o o over the last uh, several years. You won International Blues Challenge, but you did it like no one else has done it. Right? Can you kind of give us a little explanation on that? Well, uh, there's three categories that a solo act can win any accolades. You can win the Lee Oscar Best Harmonica Player. Mm -hmm. You can win the uh, Cigar Box Guitar Award for being the most promising acoustic guitarist. And then you can win the overall. And in the history of the Blues Challenge, I'm the only person to have swept all three categories. Yeah. That's... Um that is quite a feat. Um, well, I want to talk to you about your album, and now I get Big Medicine. Uh, <laughs> I, I must I must have skipped over that. Uh, you have an uh, uh, the full album is yeah. is coming out. You're releasing it in January, January fifth. But you are releasing uh, one song. Yeah, the first the, the there'll be a uh, I want to say a total of three singles released. Uh, over the next uh, few weeks between now and January 5th. Okay. Uh, uh, the first is being released on the 17th of November. Uh, the next one, uh, uh, probably in about two or three weeks, and then two or three weeks beyond, and then, mm -hmm. then here comes the album. Yeah. This is a really unique uh, album, folks. This is um, it's Kevin Burt and Big Medicine which is uh, his band, and it's Thank You, Brother Bill. And want to tell us a little bit about the title and what the songs are. Well, I'll, I'll take it back to a little bit further further back. Um, and, and around 2006, I actually made a pilgrimage to L.A. to meet Bill Withers. And the reason that I went to meet him was to face-to-face -face shake his hand and tell him thank you. For doing what he did with music, and the inf and let him know about the influence that he's had on, to for me as a, uh, not only a songwriter but before our music was was something that I thought I was supposed to do, his music impacted me. There were songs that, like, gave me insight to things that I, I didn't know I was even trying to look at, mm -hmm. and. Uh, I just, no other musician had impacted me like that. And so uh, there was a guy that uh, did, he, he's, I, I call him the dream maker. <laughs> he's a fellow named Dave Gould uh, in Iowa City. And Dave asked me, if you could meet anybody, who would it be? And I told him, Bill Withers. And somehow, some way, he started making phone calls and, and, different things, and next thing I know, I'm on my way to meet him. And Dave said, how, how about we just shoot a documentary about it? I said, cool, whatever. And so they followed me this whole journey. I was literally raising funds, playing outdoor shows, uh, and, and it was 29 degrees in Iowa, oh. you know, and I'm outside playing, playing and, and 
with a sign saying, help me get to meet Bill Withers. And, and folks are making donations. And I raised enough money to, to do this. Wow. And uh, got out there. I was supposed to meet with Mr. Withers for 20 minutes. And and we ended up hanging out for about two and a half hours. And, and it was like a master class for me in how to do this. The man literally speaks in lyric to me. And, I, you know, I'm this kid, essentially, with the eyes that are as big as saucers, so trying to soak all this up. Luckily, it was on film, and I can, re, you know, go back and Excellent. and review yeah. these different things. But between then and now, I used to get these random emails, just one line. You still at it? Huh. <laughs> you still doing your thing? Oh, wow. Yes, sir. That's, you know, that's special. And he was dumbfounded that I didn't ask him to do something for me, you know, but it's my journey. I got to get there how I get there. And and asking him to help me is, he's got his own family, you know, he's got the people that he's responsible for. He doesn't need an extra one. He ran a hard road, too. Yeah. Man, I mean, he was. He was working in a factory. I, I actually saw him speak once, and he said, um, you know, he had trouble with certain re- record companies, as you yeah. know, and there were times in between. One time he just gave it up and started driving truck, you know, driving yeah. a, uh, a long haul. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and he told me a handful of those stories. Okay. And so a big part of what he said to me was, was what to look out for and what to be conscious of. Yeah. And, uh, like I said, it it shaped me Mm -hmm. differently and made me realize that the the one thing inside this business that that frightens this business is somebody that is themselves. And that's the one thing that this business tries to remove Mm -hmm. a lot of times is, is, is who are you? Who you are doesn't get to just be that person. You got to change how you dress. You got to change who you hang out with. You got to change what you look like on stage. Mm. You can't tell that story on stage because you got to make sure that this sponsor is happy. Yeah. And, <laughs> you <Yeah. know? laughs> well, you know, I, I wonder if the difference between his life and your life, although you're both you know, on that hard road, I noticed it, uh, or I remember that he he was married twice, and it was pretty, you know, it wasn't a long time. And yet you you've been married for twenty nine years to obviously a wonderful woman. So. You know, I, I tell this story on stage. I mean, there's been times that we were there. There was a time that we were literally we were sitting outside the judge's chamber. If we'd walk through the door and sign the papers, that would have been it. And we both kind of looked at each other and said, "What are we doing?" And again, in that moment, it, you realize it's just as much work to end it as it would be to save it. Mm. You just have to be—you have to decide whether or not it's worth it to work. Because yeah. the reason that it ends—and this is another observation over time—you don't fall out of love with uh, with the other person. You f- you forget why you like them. Whoa. Another it's harder, to, yeah. It's harder to like. You gotta each- write these down, buddy. <laughs> That's what my buddy said. Right. <laughs> it's harder to like each other than it is to love each other. The good book <laughs> says, yeah. if no matter what book you got, yeah. 
If you subscribe to one of them, all it says is love your brother, love your neighbor, love, love, love. Don't say a damn thing about liking them ever. Mm-hmm. And so it's remarkable. We don't think about liking each other as much. Yeah. And when you, when you go into that partnership of marriage, you go into it because you like this person and that person likes you and you do the things that you like together and you have fun and then it turns into work and you love them so you work harder and you love them so you break away from the things that you used to like to do so that you can spend more time with the one you love and you start to get mad because you ain't having no fun anymore and that's why you seek out somebody else that you like and you start you start the process over yeah and you forget that but i really like this person too and that that destroys a lot of people and that's again you know in in part there was a bill with a song that kind of gave that information to me you know, because ultimately, that person that you love, the goal always is their happiness. And if you really, really love them, that's that peace that you should always be striving for. It's just not that you are responsible for making them happy, but you shouldn't be a remarkable source of misery either. <laughs> hey, I've been married for 48 years, man, so... I know what you're saying. You know, and so I, you know, that is the that is the unsolicited old man advice no, I, I give to all no, the I folks that it. I that I have to end up performing at their weddings. You know, I, I tell them I was like, "This is your unsolicited old man advice for wow, me." Wow, that's great. You know, and so I mean, I'm learning it myself. I mean, it's not something that I know. Yeah, it's something that I'm learning on the fly every day. I wanted to look because Nicole is in the studio. I wanted to look at her and see if she was going like this the whole time, but she didn't seem. <laughs> From my periphery, I didn't, I didn't see that. So I, I want to go back to the album, uh, Thank You, Bill. These are obviously Bill Wither tunes. Um, there are 13 tunes on the album. Yeah. Uh, some I know. Uh, I mean, he's had a lot of hits. You know, those guys always surprise you. You know, you think of two hits, and then you find out they've got 10. Yeah, well, <laughs> no, nah, you know, like for me, I, you know, the, the hardest part was actually narrowing down because there's there's four or five other songs man that i really wanted to do and wanted to have on here Mm -hmm. and uh but there are there are a handful of the hits but in order to in order to in my opinion pay honor to them he's already done those songs right i have to do it the way that the story comes out of me sure in order for it to ring true and Good. still have that same level of sincerity. Yeah. And so I didn't try to impersonate Bill Withers on any of this. Mm. Um, matter of fact, some of the songs aren't recognizable if you hear the original in comparison to what I do. Mm. You know, it is it is my take. It is what I take the story to be. And so it's not really a tribute. It's really my tribute to Bill Withers. And 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 what his music has meant to me, and uh, it it it's confusing to a lot of folks. But I think it'll be un- it'll be less confusing once once it gets out there in the world and folks go, I don't remember it going like this, and then they listen to it again and go, Oh, that's why he didn't do it that way. I, I bet Bill Withers would have loved to hear your take on the tunes. 
You know, I I, I got my fingers crossed. You know? <laughs> good good point. Yeah, I good, got my fingers crossed. Point. You know, some someday, you know, I'm gonna get to have that conversation with him. And, yeah. And uh, well, I hope it's not too soon. I me too. You know, but uh, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, whenever that comes, you know, I, I I hope it's a I hope it's a handshake and a hug and not yeah. a, a slap across the face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, you do to my tunes, buddy. Oh well, I'm going over there. Yeah. So uh, one tune on the album, if I'm right, is a song that you wrote. It is. Okay, and that's the title. Uh, it's Thank the title you, track, Bill. Thank You, Brother Bill. And it, it you know, I, I, I wrote it based on a little piece of information that Bill Withers gave me and when we talked. He said, he said uh, that there's a fine line between, between clever and, and uh, what, is he, what did he say? Genius. Between clever and genius, that thing that the world hears and goes, that's genius. And the world goes, that's clever, and then moves on. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. This is intended to be clever. <laughs> not, not so much the genius. The genius work was everything that he did. This is intended to be clever. What I did was I wrote this song once, once I had the list of songs and... Without saying the names of the songs, I make reference to each one of them inside of the lyrics, in 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 what the music actually helped me through, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, it's clever. It's intended to be clever. That that's great. I can I cannot wait to hear the album. Um, and and you're releasing three songs pretty soon. Yes, and yeah. uh, this this is coming out um, the beginning of January. Yes, sir. This album uh, it's called "Thank You, Brother Bill," um, Kevin Burt, and I also just want to take a second here and thank the uh, Hudson Valley Blues Society for um, driving you here, having this <laughs> set up that you came into our studio personally. I get to look at you face to face, which which I always prefer. Um, Thank you, Hillary. Hillary Fontana is in the studio. Thank you very much. Um, tell us how we can get to your music. Where I know you're all over the place because I've been all over the place with your music. But uh, what do you prefer people do? Um, the 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 easiest path is is to reach out via. Uh, the online thing, and you can either get it through going through going through GulfCoastRecords.com, or you can track down my website at KevinBurtMusic.net. Dot net. Yeah, dot I net. found that out. Yeah. 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 And and I'm trying to get the dot com back. Somebody did one of that that cri they, you know that thing where they they yes. wait for it to come up and then they uh, buy it and absolutely. then they try to sell it back to you, <laughs> hijack it. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to get that figured out oh wow get it taken care of so i can get that back or yeah. just figure out a way to make both of them just bounce to one well you're lucky when i did dot com it wasn't like a porn site or anything exactly so, you know right exactly so, so it's yeah. uh say it again kevin dot dot net yeah okay. and that'll and get you to the every what's that and and also facebook kevin burt music uh at kevin burt music right 
Instagram is at Kevin Burt's Blues because somebody got me again. <laughs> oh, jeez. You know, people, once <laughs> once you start gaining any kind of any kind of run with, with folks joining in. Yeah, recognition. Uh, those, those individuals that know how to uh, hack and get after your stuff, they do. And, and you must be on Amazon. It's and, on Amazon, uh, Apple. Apple Music. Uh, there's a whole list of them. But, oh, right. And you can get all of those. They'll, they, the, the link to all of that stuff will be posted on all my social medias uh, on the website. Um, and it's, it'll also be available through gulfcoastmusic.com. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gulf Coast Music. Great. Yeah, gulfcoastrecords.com. Yeah. Kevin Burke, thank you so much for spending some time with us um, I learned a lot about music and about life talking to you. Oh man, so, I, I appreciate you, you know? this opportunity, man. This is uh, this is, you know, to say thank you to a person who, number one, has put their life into doing music, but has also been so instrumental in lifting other folks up. Man, I just want to say thank you. I appreciate y'all. Now you're welcome. Thank you so much, everybody. This has been Chasing the Blues podcast. I'm your host, Thomas Sue Forrest. Make sure that you check our website and make sure you check for the podcast at Kevin Bird. This is a great, great interview, and I really had fun doing it. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks so much. Sunshine when she's gone. It's not warm when she's away. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. And she's always gone too long. A year to time she goes away. I wonder this time where she's gone. I wonder if she's gonna stay yeah. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone And I know that this house just ain't no home In a time, my baby goes away And I know Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.